Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Conference Championship edition of NFL Insights with Brennan. Brennan kind of sucked it up last week going uh, one and three in his picks, but uh, I think you, I think he'll probably be 2-0 and this week. Um, Brennan, without further ado, let's get to the NFC. We have the two-seed 49ers going into the link to take on the one-seed Eagles. How do you see it breaking down? Uh, this is the one I'm more excited for because these two did not meet in the regular season. I think it'll be uh, similar to last week's 49ers versus Cowboys game. I think there'll be a lot of defense and points might be hard to come by. But uh, I think I like the Eagles here because uh, they have the better quarterback, in my opinion, Jalen Hurts. Uh, this, uh, pretty much any team, with any team, you need a good offensive line and defensive line, and the Eagles have great lines on both sides of the ball. Their offensive line might be the best in the league. It's up there with the Chiefs, uh, Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson, most notably. They were drafted together in 2013, and they're still here. And their defensive line it's is pretty special. They had 70 sacks in the regular season, and they had five more in the playoffs. And they're almost they're closing in on uh, the 1985 Bears with the amount of sacks they've gotten. And any, any time you... You're mentioned, in, uh, you're mentioned next to the 1985 Bears. That means that you're pretty special. They got Brandon Graham, who I believe had a career high in sacks this year after tearing his Achilles. Then they got Hassan Reddick, who they signed to, I believe, a three-year deal. He has, he's, he has been incredible this year. Josh Sweat is a good rotational piece, and then they traded for Robert Quinn. They traded a fourth-round pick for him, and they've been using him as a rotational pass rusher. And really good on the interior, too. They got Fletcher Cox, who has spent his entire career there. Javon Hargrave, they signed him, I think, a couple of years ago, and he's still there. He had a great year, and then they drafted Jordan Davis out of Georgia with their first-round pick, who hasn't really done much in terms of sacks and pass rushing, but as a run-stopper, he's great at that. And then they got Darius Slay and James Bradbury, maybe the best cornerback duo. The Giants had to release him because of salary reasons, and Bradbury signed with the division, and uh, he made them pay, for sure, because the Eagles beat the Giants three times, and Bradbury even had an interception last week, and I don't know why I picked the Giants, but I did, and that was very foolish. The 49ers are a great team. Brock Purdy has had an unbelievable run. He's still undefeated as a starter. Uh Purdy himself is pretty good, uh, having seen him play a lot of games. But uh, another big part of it is the offensive line, the run game, the weapons, having Kyle Shanahan as the head coach, and the defense led by defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans, who seems as if he, it, it seems as if it's inevitable that, that he'll be a head coach somewhere next year. Uh, the 49ers defense is great, but... Um, Pretty much any defense will struggle with a mobile quarterback, and Hurts is exactly that. They're very the Eagles' offense is really complicated in that it's really hard. It's it's really hard to prepare for. Like sometimes when Jalen Hurts hands the ball off to Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, or Boston Scott, you don't know if the running back is getting the ball or if Jalen Hurts is getting the ball. Apparently, Jalen Hurts' shoulder is still an issue, but uh, he he'll be good to go. And it looked pretty good on some on a deep throw to Devontae Smith last week. And uh, the the Giants were, uh, they weren't that hard for the Eagles to beat. Uh, I think we all saw that coming, but the 49ers will be a much tougher test. Uh, 
Brock Purdy is the fifth rookie quarterback to start in a conference championship game. The other four were Sean King, Mark Sanchez, Joe Flacco, and Ben Roethlisberger, and all of those guys lost as well. Uh, a rookie quarterback has never started in the Super Bowl. Uh, the 49ers faced their toughest test of the season against the Cowboys. That was the best defense they went up against, but Purdy was still able to get it done. Dak Prescott also threw two interceptions. He was the he threw a lot of interceptions this year, and but the Cowboys defense was really good all year long, and it, and it'll continue to be as Dan Quinn is staying in Dallas for he's he's staying there next season. But the Eagles defense is even better than the Cowboys defense, and this game is on the road. It's going to be really loud there. I think it'll be a hard-fought team, a hard-fought game. But I believe that the that the Eagles are the better team. I'm picking them to win the NFC, and and after consideration, they are now my Super Bowl pick to win it all. Now. Gotcha. Okay, let's head over to the AFC, where the three-seeded Bengals will be coming into Arrowhead to take on the one-seed Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes got a little banged up in that last game. He looks to be back, though. Uh, do, you, do you believe in the legend of Joe Burrow? What do you see happening here? So these two teams met in the AFC Championship game last year. It was also at Arrowhead, so it's a, a rematch. Uh, same team, same teams, same place. Uh, that's That game is when I knew Joe Burrow was special. I know they, were, they had won two playoff games before. The first game last year was against the Raiders, who somehow made it there despite all the drama they had. Then they beat the Titans, and Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions there. That was a special year for the Titans, and uh, Ryan Tannehill ruined it. And uh, I was impressed with the Bengals there, but they were down 21-3 to in Arrowhead. And I remember saying to you and, and Mom, I was like, well, they had a great season, uh, they did come back in the first meeting in Cincinnati week 17. They were down big in that game too, but then they won it. But I thought in Arrowhead in the playoffs, it wouldn't happen again, but then it did. Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo had a, made legendary halftime adjustments because it was 21 to three and at, at, they led 21 to three at one point, then it was 21 to 10 at halftime and the Chiefs only scored a field goal after that. Uh, that was the last game Tyree Kill played in a Chiefs uniform as they traded him to the Dolphins for tons of picks. And now they have a much different wide receiver room, but Mahomes is still as elite as ever, and he's most likely going to win the MVP award this year, regardless of what happens in this game. There's no number one wide receiver, but they have got a lot of good players. They signed Marquez Valdez-Scantling from the Packers. Juju Smith-Schuster had a was was injured last year with the Steelers, missed most of that season, and then the Chiefs signed him. He's been pretty good there. They still have Mecole Hardman as a speed guy, but he hasn't played since week nine, I don't believe. And he's has he's been out for about for a for a couple of months. He's listed as questionable for this game, and he is truly questionable. Then they have Sky Moore, a rookie who hasn't done much of anything. Justin Watson, who makes a few plays here and there, and then they traded for Kadarius Tony from the from the Giants, who's been, who he was really injured on the Giants, and then the Chiefs picked him up or traded for him. He played a little bit, and then he missed a lot of games, but now he's back. He has shown special ability and potential, but just can't stay healthy. Uh, these two teams met in Week 13. The Bengals won 27 to 24. Uh, they did not have Hardman or Tony there, so they didn't have 
their speed options, and Travis Kelsey didn't do a whole lot in that game either. Uh, this is the fourth meeting between Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, and the Bengals won all three meetings, and they were all, all of them were decided by three points. Uh, the Bengals made the Super Bowl last year with a much worse offensive line, but the offensive line struggles are, the injuries are going to continue heading into this game. Uh, left tackle Jonah Williams and guard Alex Kappa are both out for this game, even though they missed uh, last week's game. It wasn't a problem against the Bills. They just went into Buffalo and dominated them. I think it was the most impressive impressive performance by any team in the playoffs. Uh, I know the Bengals feel pretty confident about themselves because they went into Arrowhead and did it and beat the Chiefs last year, and some Bengals players are calling it Arrowhead, Burrowhead. Uh, both of these, both players from both teams, they're really going at it with each other on social media and in press conferences. Uh, I think some of this emotion could potentially come into the game and we might see a little, some little skirmishes, maybe fights uh, with it's the conference championships. You're playing for the right to go to the Super Bowl, And uh, it's really important. It's a really important game. Uh, the chief with the chiefs, Patrick Mahomes did suffer what is, was diagnosed as a high ankle sprain Usually that uh, knocks you out for about three to four weeks. You don't play for about three to four weeks, but he is expected to play on it somehow. Uh, but a part of what makes Mahomes so special is his ability to extend plays and make plays while on the run. His mobility might be limited, but they still have a ton of weapons to make to make things work, especially if Michael Hardman and Kadarius Tony play. That could cause problems. And uh, the Bills didn't don't really have one dom. The, the Bills don't really have a dominant defensive tackle, but the Chiefs do. With Chris Jones, he had 15 and a half sacks this year, I believe, which tied a career high. I think he has overtaken Aaron Donald as the best defensive tackle in football. Even though I know Donald missed most of the season, uh, he wasn't doing much while playing anyway. They've got Chris Jones. They have Frank Clark, who. Uh, has been pretty good this year, and then they drafted a rookie defensive end named George Karloftis, who I believe has six sacks in his rookie year, playing alongside Frank Clark and Chris Jones really helps. One concern about the Chiefs is their secondary, because they have three rookies as part of their secondary. Trent McDuffie, you haven't, I haven't heard a whole lot. You don't hear him about him a whole lot, which I guess is a good thing, because that, it means he's a good, a good cornerback. Then there's Joshua Williams, who I believe was a fourth-rounder, hasn't done much. And then there's Jalen Watson, a seventh rounder, who had the the pick six of Justin Herbert week two against the Chargers. And then he had a one-handed interception against Trevor Lawrence, which what was even more impressive. I didn't know it until a couple of days ago was that Watson actually has a broken hand, but still actually caught the interception. The Chiefs defense is pretty much uh, in, in the middle uh, when it comes to like total defense, like yards given up, points allowed, but they they always seem to make a play when it matters most, uh, and I think they're going to be really motivated to finally get a win against the Bengals. It's going to have to happen at some point. Arrowhead has hosted five straight AFC Championship games, which is crazy. They've lost some of them. They've won some of them, and uh, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow are the top two quarterbacks in the league right now. It's really not, really not a debate, even though guys like Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts are really good. Uh, this is going to be really tough, but uh, the the spread has changed uh, 
a lot throughout the entire week. You'll see the Bengals are favored one second, and then the Chiefs are favored the next. It's really hard, but I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs here, and I think both number one seeds will meet in the Super Bowl. All right, folks, there you have it. That's the conference championship as Brennan sees it. Uh, we'll be back, of course, with a Super Bowl edition. Don't forget to follow Brennan on Twitter at PhD in NFL. And we'll see you soon.